Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good song to rejoin. You can hate me now. I think some people are starting to hate Aaron Rodgers now. Like, I hate Twitter. (laughs) Okay. So... We figured out a couple things during the break with this Aaron Rodgers tweet. I hate Twitter. I swear I hate Twitter. It's not a real place. It's fake life. You can do anything on Twitter and get a rise out of people, and it does not matter. So we're trying to figure out what soul means. We're trying to figure this out. And shout out to the WFAN listeners that responded to my tweet and said, oh, Al Duke says this all the time. It means see you later. And I'm like, okay. I'm not usually up to catch the morning show, so I've never heard Al Duke say soul. I I take your word for it, but, like, I don't think that's what this is. (laughs) And if he's saying see you later, is he saying that to the Packers or to the NFL? So it's not see you later. It's Sewell. But the guy who tweeted it from Aaron Rodgers' account allegedly was just not thinking when he tweeted it he should have put more U's instead of L's. I think he put six L's, and this is an L of a tweet and a situation for Jets fans. Now you're being trolled by Rasul Douglas, and I guess at Packers games, when Rasul Douglas makes a tackle or does something, they say, Sul. I guess like, Raul. Rasul Douglas is a cornerback for the Giants who also was connected to Aaron Rodgers because I believe he liked a tweet where someone was talking about how come all these Jets players are lobbying for Aaron Rodgers to join their club, but we don't hear anything about the Packers wanting him to rejoin their club. And he came out and said, well, because we talked to him. We have his phone number. We can text him. We can call him. Um, And actually, if this is true, which I don't know, believe what you want to believe because Twitter is not real. It's a fake place. There's no way for us to verify this right now unless someone can – produce a picture of Rasul Douglas with Aaron Rodgers. Don't wait up all night for that. Rasul Douglas tweeted, I told y'all I have his phone. And he's the one that tweeted from Aaron Rodgers' account. Sewell. Just playing around. Aaron Rodgers don't care. Yeah, here's my phone. If that is actually true, that's crazy. On a day like today, you let one of your former teammates troll New York, the NFL world, Twitter world. And, uh, yeah, that's where we're at, folks. That's where we're at. Uh, on the, on a day that we thought Aaron Rodgers would be signed, sealed, delivered, 
as the quarterback for your New York Jets. He's letting his teammate from the Packers tweet from his account at 1043, Sue, and completely spelled it wrong. It looks like Soul. <laughs> oh, man. I, I complain about the curse of Jerry Jones and the Cowboys being frauds, but they're going to win 12, 10 games. <laughs> they're going to go to the playoffs. They're going to figure it out eventually, right? The playoffs are a crapshoot. Just got to get in. I would not want to be dealing with the anxiety, the waiting game, the hoping game with an Aaron Rodgers who is a complete wild card and doesn't care about anything but himself. I think that this this just adds to it. It's one thing to drag your feet. It's one thing to want to have things decided on your own terms. But if he actually let someone tweet from his account, which I 100% believe Twitter is not real. Twitter is fake. He doesn't care about Twitter. That's just disrespectful. We had uh, Drew and Newark call up and say, Aaron Rodgers doesn't respect the Jets. Clearly. And Hackensack, Anthony, you're on the fan. What's up? What's going on, man? I'm a Jersey-born Packers fan, uh, but I follow the New York teams religiously. And there's no way Aaron Rodgers is coming to New York. And I agree with you that he's a very cerebral guy. And I do agree with your analogy there about him being like the prima donna, being like the pretty girl. But a Wisconsin 10 is in, in, a New York 6 at best. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when he comes out here, if he comes to New York, people are going to root for him. But if he bombs out, man, the New York media, media is a lot harder. And the New York fans are a lot different than they are And he's already making it tough on himself. Just today, people will remember this day and people will have it out for him. Absolutely. You know, and for me, I really think he's he's using the Jets as like to make like the Green Bay front office like jealous. Like, you know, this is what kind of value I can still provide. This is what an organization is willing to come out and, you know, do for a guy like me. You guys need to be doing more to, you know, bring the end of my career to a culmination and bring back another Super Bowl to title town. That's what I think it is. I think ultimately <clears throat> He's going to stay with the Green Bay fans, man. It's a different environment, just like the way his lifestyle is. Yeah, I think that it's a little bit more laid back, and the Wisconsin vibe is better for him than the New York vibe. I agree. I agree. But I think it's done. Thanks for the call, Anthony, where I disagree. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers may want to continue to play for the only team he ever played for. I think he may want to continue playing in the NFL, but they have moved on from him. I, th- I think it was so dumb for Mark Mur- Murphy to come out and say all those different things that he said. You basically told the world, internally, we've made a decision to go with an unproven quarterback because we're fed up with Aaron Rodgers and his antics. And you know what Aaron Rodgers said? Oh, I'm not done. <laughs> ah, I've got more antics. You don't like the way I do business? You don't like the way I do things? Well, you sign that contract. So maybe this thing, and I don't even want to go back to the article There's an article from ProFootballNetwork.com entitled Aaron Rodgers' Contract Details Salary Cap Implications or Impact Bonus. And it has all the implications of what happens here if this gets drawn out. The Packers, their only option if they do want to move on from him is to trade him. And right now there's only one real destination. And we, we, we think he's open to it, right? Trey Wingo said he was open to the possibility or, um, we got reports that they met and whatever, but that doesn't that that doesn't mean anything. So I hope this doesn't go backwards. I hope this doesn't go the other way. 
In Tinton Falls, Sean, you got it. You're on the fan. Welcome. Howdy. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, thanks, Brandon. That's my son being. That's my son being a smartass. What's up, Brandon? You're on as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think Rogers is coming. I don't think he's coming at all. I think he's playing this to to either he's going to go out or he's going to he's going to play in Greenback. That's my that's my whole take on this. I, I it sucks because like this article basically tells you that Green Bay like he he could have Green Bay by the balls if he wants to drag this out. And force their hand. I don't even want to go down that route because that's what the show is going to be for the next couple months. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, I completely agree. I hate you know I hate the rain on your parade. I'd, I'd love to talk about baseball and the injuries that the Yankees have and everything, but this guy's still in the spotlight, and you know, and, and he knows it. You, this is calculated. You, you played, you played football. You played Division One football, right? Was was it at Monmouth? Mm-hmm. Monmouth and James Madison University. I was all right. Okay. All right, I'm just saying, but you 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 played you played ball. You understand these guys. You have a little bit more into it than normal normal fan would. Your media guy, so you know you know a little bit more about the about how these personalities work in the locker room. You know what it's like to be in that type of position where you're going to say something and everybody in the room is going to listen because you're the guy. Yeah, and that's what Rogers. That's what Rogers is doing. He is just. Let me see how far I can stretch this out. I'm all about my ego. I mean, I, I don't care if you want to go eat a bag of mushrooms and hide in a dark room for four days. I don't, I really don't give a darn. Yeah, okay? nobody it's asked what, him about that stuff. And what, it's what you do on Sunday. And I love what Anthony said about, you know, and you may be a Wisconsin 10, but in New York City, you're a six. <laughs> you are. You are. Unless, unless you can undo this. I, you know, curse of Joe Namath, as, as some Jet fans would like to call it. You know, fifty yeah. years, fifty years plus of this guy. The, the pinstripes this, are heavy, but the pressure is heavy on every New York team. We're in a drought right absolutely, now. Absolutely, absolutely. Can you imagine? I mean, it, it, you know, the first person that Aaron Rodgers needs to talk to when he when he gets to New York, he needs to talk actually two people. He needs to talk to Aaron Judge first. And then he needs to talk to Derek Jeter. And yeah, those two, above, he ain't talking those to those guys. Himself. He thinks he's above those guys. He's not above. Yeah, you know, when, when Jeter could turn around and wave to him with with a full handful of rings <laughs> and say, "Okay, you know what? If if you want to if you want to know what it's like to win in New York, talk to me. Talk to Eli. Guys that have done it multiple times." I, I, Honestly, like we don't even know if he wants to be a Jet at this point. We know they've talked. But like if you if you met with Woody and Rob Sala and Joe Douglas and your boy Nathaniel Hackett, why would you be playing games at this point? We're coming up on a week since they flew out there. I'm questioning this whole thing now. I think it's done, but what I think doesn't matter. Actions speak louder than words. And he's letting his Packers teammate tweet from his account. I hope that's not true. This is this is so funny because if if this guy if this guy does come to the Jets and I hope he does and I hope he wins with them because it'd be great. You know, they, the Jets fans deserve be, it after having to watch Zach be. Wilson. It would be after after watching his debacle the last two years with this kid from BYU. It, you're they're good fans. They're passionate fans. They deserve a winner. It's not you know, but Rogers, this guy is just he is basking in this. Already, and he hasn't even picked up a football for the New York Jets. Right. So, what else comes with him? What what other all, all, what other things come I, with this guy? A ton that, that 
All is, I can it's just going to open up Pandora's box. If he does get here... Pandora's box is or has been opened already. Yeah, so this guy, either. if he's signed on, if he is signed on and it's an afterthought and he's just doing this for ahas, he is knocking on the wrong door and he's going to find out what media is really capable of in New York. Because out in Green Bay, I've been out there. Let me tell you, the Green Bay Packers, if you've never been out there, Keith, the Green Bay Packers are the only thing that is going on in that town. I they bet. I want to go one day, but from everything that I've seen, it, it's just them, right? You you show up there, it's Lambeau, it's the surrounding yes. neighborhoods, and uh, them it's riding their the bikes middle, to like, practice, and <laughs> their imagine, fan base eating cheese curds. Okay, imagine imagine your old alma mater, Ocean Township High School, right? Mm-hmm. Where it is, where it's located off a of deal road right there, and it's in the center of that development. That's Lambeau Field. I, I am not kidding you. No that bigger than, than the uh, the Ocean Township like whole sports and it's the whole the whole thing, the whole thing. That is what it is. People people rent their driveways out. You park on their lawns. It is like I I had to pinch myself and tell my friend Jimmy. I said, "Are we in a twilight zone? Where are we?" <laughs> I went to the playoffs game between the Giants and the Packers. We flew out, and it was just it was a surreal experience. It was great going out there, but I mean, as far as anything else. Aaron Rodgers coming here, and if he does not produce, his mind is his head's going to explode. He's going to be like, "I, I want out of here now." So. Thanks for the call, Sean. I didn't know if you had anything else for my OT heads listening. Five 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 West Park Ave, something like that. West Park Ave is where Ocean Township High School is. I actually grew up off a of Deal Road, Rustic Drive, Middlebrook Apartments, kid. When I say I'm goaded, I mean I'm I'm the goat to come out of the Middlebrook Apartments complex. <laughs> One of the greatest to come out of the Middlebrook Apartments off Deal Road. But yeah, Lambeau, Wisconsin, Green Bay. That's all Aaron Rodgers knows in his NFL career. And uh, I think he is playing with fire at this point. Maybe he knows more than we know. What did I tell you guys? This NFL offseason script. The NFL is king. I'm literally in here pulling my hair out, thinking about what is going on. What, like It has thrown a wrench into so many people's plans. Uh, <laughs> my MacBook just died. Oh, wait, no, it didn't. I'm on. Let's see how much percentage I'm at. 23%. I just went to sleep trying to conserve itself. Um, where are we at with this? I would, I would ignore that tweet, folks. I think that was immature of Rasul Douglas. I think that's somebody trolling, a young guy in Rasul Douglas who just, who knows? Aaron Rodgers doesn't strike me as a guy to be all over his phone. And that's funny. Rasul Douglas is from East Orange, New Jersey. Why are you playing like this, Rasul Douglas? You know how these New Jersey Jets fans are feeling right now. If that's true that he took his phone and tweeted Sewell to give himself some props, I don't know, man. I just hate this already, and I just don't think it ends well. I think if we're expending this much much energy on this guy and he isn't reciprocating, right, if he isn't saying right now, yes, let's go, Jets, I want to be your quarterback, this is more it's, This is more about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers than it is about the Jets and which, Aaron Rodgers. He which, still has an ax to grind with them. Yes, which is why I think it's totally possible that he that the Jets already know that he's there and he's just dragging this out and he's like, let me just do this my way, which isn't a good look, obviously. So Rasul Douglas tweeted out, what do you want me to tweet on his account that, sh- that yeah, shows that I have his phone? And he'll do it again. And he said, and some guy said, Sewell, if you have A-Rod's phone, 
And then he said Sewell. So it is what it, listen, obviously they're hanging out. They have a good relationship. Does this mean res- So wait, he was tweeting from his account before he did it to He said that he had his why do you want me to tweet on his account and I will something that shows. So it's this is me. happening in real time. Yes, I, he, I think tweet- they're I think they're hanging out together. Now, does this mean that Rasul Douglas might be in a trade also with Aaron Douglas with Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's what that means. Uh, uh, we kind of good on corners over here with the Jets. Can never have too can many. He, can he play safety? Can never he be have a too box many. safety? So I don't. So we'll, we'll kind of, or Rasul Douglas was really close with Aaron Rodgers and wants to spend a few less hours with him before he moves to New York. Again, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. This is just what he does. He wants the attention. It's what he does. Now here's the problem. For me. When I want to kill the guy, obviously. If he wins a Super Bowl, if he wins, no one is going to give a crap that he did this. And that's just real talk. No one will care at all. Welcome to if the NFL. It's a huge if. Yeah. If the Eagles won a Super Bowl, maybe they re-sign some of those guys they lost today. If the Eagles win a Super Bowl, we're in a complete different reality. You know what's weird on that note too? I was thinking how like the how the Rams just traded like um Jalen Ramsey. Done. For a bag of like balls, like trade him for nothing. And I was thinking, if I was a Rams fan and I got a Super Bowl championship, if what, I was a Ram, that's another. Right, if, if their fans are in St. Louis, they hate the team. Right. So <laughs> if if you're a Rams fan, would you really care that they're now trading everything off and you have no future, but you got a Super Bowl championship? And I'm trying to think in my head, what, as a Jets fan, what would I do to win one title? And how much? And how little would I care? If winning one title meant for the next five years you're in cap hell, you have no draft picks, you have no future assets, you have nothing, but you won a title. Mm. I don't know. When I think of L.A., I think of that organization winning a title and not for the fans, right? That that organization moved, and they went all in, and they knew this was most likely going to be a one-and-done thing. Those L.A. fans will be right back to not caring. I don't think they even really cared two years ago when they won the Super Bowl and hosted it. They have to give away tickets in L.A. to get people in that stadium for a Rams game, even for a Chargers game. Their fans are in San Diego. I think the St. Louis fans that stayed Rams fans, maybe some of them, I just feel like it's a small fraction of them. Their their fans are split. You know, when they moved the Nets, a lot of fans in New Jersey said, I, I no longer support this franchise. I'm not following the team anymore. If the Nets were to win, would they jump back on the bandwagon? Who knows? Some people are off of it. I feel like the Rams did what they did for the organization and those players. But how many Rams Rams fans in St. Louis are thrilled about the future and are standing on that ring? They they won that ring once they left you. They yeah. won that ring in L.A. as they're trying to get more fans to rally around the Rams. And L.A. is a place where they, they care about the Lakers, yep. the Dodgers, and then there's a ton of other things to do in L.A. where they do not care. They care more about the USC Trojans then they care about the LA Rams. Right. So I'm saying like if you're like if you're a Cowboy, you're a Cowboys fan. Unfortunately, I am right. still. So what would you give to win a Super Bowl? Bro. And, and that's the point. So like they they It doesn't they have, even seem like a reality to me. I just Rams joked don't around have like a yeah, the Cowboys are going to win. They'll eventually they'll eventually win cuz they're always in it. But man, right. to be a grown man and win a Super Bowl, I don't know. Right. Like, the Rams have now no future. They have this young coach who everyone they're loved. They're cooked for they're cooked. a decade. But my, but my point is... McVay's going to hang does, it up soon. Does he was that, supposed to hang it up after this year. Does that matter? Because they won the, they won a title. So does it matter that you're going to be cooked for the next 
seven to ten years, but you got one title. I don't know, and I don't know the, and that's sports, obviously, and that's what we all love about sports. Is and the these Rams types won of, in the uh, Kurt debates. Warner greatest show on turf, Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, Marshall Falk days. So it wasn't that long, right? It, they weren't starved for a Super Bowl. They did win in St. Louis. This one was a bonus. I don't. I think these Rams fans are like, right. whatever. Let's what, go Cardinals. And Let's so go Blues. The point is, <laughs> Jets fans aren't going to give a crap that Aaron Rodgers is a diva and an intention. If he can win them a Super Bowl, of course, yeah, that's a huge. Of course, it's a huge if. Of course, it's. But I'm just saying, what winning cures all. What Jets? Aaron Rodgers knows he can erase all of this nonsense as far as the Jets fans are concerned. Yankees by balling out. The Yankees fans who didn't want Carlos Correa for whatever reason, and this is before we knew his ankle was awful. Correa would have helped the Yankees win the Super Bowl. I mean, win a World Series title. They wouldn't have gave a crap that he helped them cheat. If he if he hit a game winning home run against the Astros in the ALCS, he they yeah, built a statue forgotten. for him. It would have been all forgotten. They're, they would have built the, a statue the for Yankee Correa. Fans were crying over him. I got a ton of slack. I had a video do like 40, 50,000 views with me saying all the reasons that I don't want Carlos Correa. And I'm like, you're dumb. You're an idiot. We need him. He's the perfect guy. Who cares about the cheating? Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay. Well, I don't think the Yankees are ever bringing him in here. So. Whatever it is, what it is. All right, let's break here. If you're on hold, stay on hold. When we come back, I'm taking the rest of the calls that I got. 877-337-6666-BRB. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk to... Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. Another five-hour KM to AM. 
We tried to not let Aaron Rodgers dominate all five hours, but of course he has a place in every hour on WFAN. This is New York City. This is the home of the New York Jets. There are people in New Jersey and New York and beyond listening that care about that team. That's their favorite team. They want him as a Jet, and I believe he's going to be a Jet. I really do. I think that today uh, was an interesting day. <laughs> that we, When we actually think about it, right, with 30 minutes left in the actual uh, March 13th NFL free, ends, uh, free agent frenzy kicking off, like when we actually look back and think on this, of course Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be official today. But, man, you only get to make one first impression. And if this is the first impression, Aaron Rodgers just comes off as more of a egotistic, self-centered type of person. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's the trade-off, right? If you want elite-level quarterbacking and uh, you had all these options from Sam Darnold to uh, Zach Wilson and other guys that you could have traded for or signed or whatever – you, you know, the Jets kind of ended up here. It's their own fault. So you got to deal with it. I think he's a Jet, though. I will repeat that. I don't think that this goes south. I think that this is just somebody abusing their power, which is on brand for Aaron Rodgers. So just wait. Like, we all have to wait. I'm not even a Jets fan, but I host a show where I got to be ready every day, whether it's five hours, whether it's a bridge show, whether it's late at night. I got to be ready to talk about what's going on. And... My experience in this last 60 days is putting together notes and little things that I think might move the needle, but no, they're not going to move the needle. It is actually impressive how Aaron Rodgers has dominated New York media, radio stations, TV, social media, and we're not done yet. We don't know exactly uh, the details of this, but... I did see on Twitter just now that there are, and believe what you want to believe. We can't, that, we're, that's another thing. We're in this digital age where you can't believe everything you see. You'd be a fool to go off of everything. But I did just see from um, Connor Hughes, all signs pointing towards the Jets acquiring Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. And then there was also another tweet from Jets videos five minutes ago. What there have been, this is what I'm reading what it said. What there have been legitimate rumors and murmurs of is that Aaron Rodgers is beginning to talk to unrestricted free agents about joining him in New York with the Jets. So believe that if you want, right? Maybe, and I don't think Rasul Douglas, let me look up his contract. Uh, maybe this is taking a little bit longer because they want to make it a splash where it's like, not just Aaron Rodgers. You get what's behind door number one and two Good. and three. Good. Buy a title like the Mets are trying to do with Steve Cohen. I don't mind this at all. Go do what you got to do. Yeah, and I, I looked at that same Connor Hughes video and tweet because there's about a five-minute video of Connor Hughes. And he said he is not – what the what's the what the holdup is, according to Hughes, is that he's Aaron Rodgers hasn't told the Packers to trade him. And that's what he's that, – that's the holdup right now is Aaron Rodgers needs to go to the Packers and say, trade me to the Jets. And that hasn't happened. So Aaron He's Rodgers... probably not talking to them at all. And Aaron Rodgers can't do can't go anywhere until he requests a trade. And then once he requests a trade, then it's a slam, then it's a layup. Then it's, okay, we're... A technicality it's a that legit- Aaron Rodgers is aware of. Yep. 
<laughs> and and maybe he doesn't want to request a trade until he's assured that other UFAs are going to go to the Jets if he goes there. Sure. So Got maybe, a couple good guys on the roster, but maybe, not enough for us to get to a Super maybe Bowl. Maybe that's why the Jets are restructuring all the cap space today. Maybe it's not for Rodgers. Maybe it's for another person. So all these things, the, the bottom line, again, I've been saying it since seven, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. He's going to be the Jets' starting quarterback. Same. This is just... You know, this is what you get. This though. is what you get when you when you bring in a Hall of Fame quarterback at the tail end of his career, which he is first ballot Hall of Famer, tail end of his career. He's going to be a little divask. This is this is is what it is. But Jets fans aren't going to give a crap if we win a title. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Jets fans, Aaron Rodgers fans that are on hold, stay on hold. I'm going to get the other calls and we'll close the show with more Aaron Rodgers talk. I'm in here watching USA dominate. Canada right now it's 12 to 1 I think Trey Turner last homered and uh now they're just smacking the ball around but it's quiet in there all the talk about atmosphere all the talk about uh <laughs> how turned up it was elsewhere I think they're in Arizona Pool C I think they're playing this game in the Diamondbacks stadium Chase Field and everyone is seated the roof is closed and there is not uh, anyone playing any instruments. There's no vibes. There's no vibes. Just just baseball, America's pastime. Norm is out in Pittsburgh. What's up, Norm? You're on the fin. Hey, Keith. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, yeah, Lynn's pitching a good game tonight. Uh, you know, the thing about it is, uh, you know, you play to win the game. And as a country, you know, going back to the 1980, you know, the hockey's, you know, uh, you know, beating, uh, you know, the Russians and stuff mm -hmm. like that, you know, that's, that's been very important when you represent our country. I think it's important, but, uh, that's why, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on, uh, you know, on when you wear the uniform, but the one thing about the jets, you guys are buying, you know, not you, but New York fans, jets fans are buying a championship and you can't do it by just getting a quarterback. You know, we had Bradshaw, we traded away United. We, you know, had Bobby Brister, you know, we went through all those trials and tribulations. But as Jets fans, and I respect the Winters brothers, and I really enjoyed the Al Hughes, uh, you know, reference earlier, but you cannot buy a championship. And those people in Florida for Tampa Bay, they don't even respect the championship that Tom Brady brought them. Mm. Well, I'm sure they have fun at the party and the boat party. Thanks for the call, Norm. Buying a championship. I don't know. Maybe we'll uh, we'll have that conversation in another day. But I think buying a championship is well, you know, in the terms. It's legal. It's fair game to go out and buy the best players. Like, sometimes I wish the Yankees did more of that. Go out and buy the best players to fit. Like, you know, Steve Cohen is doing that, right? The, the last three years, Steve Cohen is... Spared no expense. We'll see what happens. I had a Mets fan call in that said, is this the hate the Mets hour? And he disappeared. No, no one's hating on the Mets. Not yet, at least. That's not my position. I'm excited to watch these Mets. I'm excited to watch... Uh... Sorry, that's a World Baseball Classic scoreboard going off. Paulie's looking at me like, what are you doing? Uh, this internet. Not I muting the laptop. Yeah, nah. It is muted, but sometimes these advertisements play over the computer being muted. Whatever. Um, I don't hate the Mets. These are my Mets. These are the make-it-happen Mets. These are the Steve Cohen-era Mets. They are different. 
I heard Salakata refer to them as the BC Mets uh, prior to Steve Cohen, before Cohen. I'm like, that's a good one. <laughs> I want to see them win. I'm here in New York. I, I said I got flack for saying on Carden and Roberts that if the Mets win the World Series before the Yankees and have a parade, I'm in there. And uh, I guess some people online took it the wrong way. Like, if they beat the Yankees in the World Series, like, nah, if the Mets beat the World Series, if the, the Mets win the World Series and beat the Yankees in the World Series, I'm hiding. I might, that would be my Puerto Rico, right? Uh, my Puerto Rico test, like, Evan was trying to get me to say what team I would have to disappear. Like, I don't have to disappear from anybody. I'm not I'm not dipping out. There's no sports team that would make me want to leave the uh, continental United States. But if the Mets defeat the Yankees in the World Series, then, yeah, it's time for a vacation. But other than that, I'm rooting for the Mets. I'm not hoping to see the Mets fail. Why? Because, like, why why would I be rooting for the Mets to fail? I've never seen them win anything in my life. I'm not jealous of the Mets. I'm happy for the Mets. Stay down till you come up. Maybe this is your your year. I doubt it. I don't think this is the year for the Mets or the Yankees. But I'm sure going to watch. And I'm (laughs) sure going to... Pay attention and talk about it every night and take your calls and get your thoughts and takes on it. And who knows? We could touch the money again this year. Maybe we get that Subway Series Fall Classic. But I doubt that. Let's go to Stamford, Connecticut and talk to Patrick now. What's up, Pat? Yo, Keith. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk left side of the infield. Volpe and Donaldson kind of bookends. Wait, what? Volpe and Donaldson as as the starting shortstop and third baseman? One yeah. one is pretty locked in there. The other, I don't think so. Well, I I would love to see it. I mean, I know uh I know, you know, I know it's, you know, not like the consensus way to bring them up and I hear you on they're going to try and stick it to him on the service time and I mean, I'd rather see him just because of the ceilings higher than IKF. It's like we know what he is. He's better he's right now. He's a bridge. Yeah. He's a bridge. The bridge is over. <laughs> hey, you're right. Like the stop gap. Well, let's stop the gap. There's no more gap. The kid is ready. What else do we need yeah. to see? The only thing that excites me about Donaldson is, you know, I always think about the difference between somebody's floor and their ceiling. And like he's still a former MVP. I don't know if you saw the article in the post today. You know, he said. You know, if I didn't think I can contribute, I would have just gone home. Like, I don't need to play for the money. I mean, I don't know how much of that's just bluster, but, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, but uh, I, saw, I saw online where he was – he had sent videos of his swing to judge, to share with judges like private swing guru, you know. So, it's so he's me trying not to pack. suck. He's trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm... Uh, let's – I root for the Yankees. Thanks for the call, Patrick. I root for the laundry. Do I want to see Josh Donaldson suck? No. If Josh Donaldson comes out this year and he's on fire, I'm going to be rooting for him just as hard as everyone else. Let's go. But from what I saw last year, I think he's past his prime. And going into this year, I think we're going to have deja vu and some of the same headaches again. And I think the New York Yankees are okay with that because of money, because of other things. They're not going to put the best players on the field. They are going to go off of the best players and their contracts and how they got here and their analytics and these hidden numbers that we don't see, but they have them to justify their moves. And uh, I can't get jiggy with that, bro. I told you, Peter Pan's got to grow up too. I'm growing up, man. I've grown up to realize the last time the Yankees won the World Series, I was a college kid. And I was a dreamer back then too. And as an adult, as a grown man, a full adult, a full grown man, once my 
son takes a breath on this planet, I think I've done what I need to do to be considered an adult. I look at the New York Yankees as if if they never win another World Series, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But I I expect them to. They're in New York. They are the Yankees. That is their whole history, right? That's the bar that they set. That's what they programmed a lot of us young fans who have now grown up and have gone 14 years coming up without an appearance in the World Series. We've grown up to kind of realize, hey, it, it isn't given. The Yankees aren't just getting back to the World Series. They're not going to buy their way, and they're not smart enough to, you know, finesse their way or trade their way or analytically, you know, drive their way to another World Series. There's a team in Houston, though, for the last six years has figured out how to get to the American League Championship. And in the last six years, they've won two World Series, and they've gone to a couple that they've lost to. I don't know. For for some reason, they have a formula that the Yankees can't figure out. I'll take New York over Houston 10 times out of 10 as a city, as a place to live, as a place to play. But uh, for some reason, they got the mojo down there. I know, they're cheaters. They're definitely still cheating. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. The League of Shadows, Game of Shadows, Houston's still doing something crooked we don't know about. We'll just uncover it in 10 years, and Manfred will say, don't worry about that. No, you guys got to move on. Forget about that. Everybody cheats. And for Yankees fans, for these young Yankees fans who I come in contact with at the stadium, who call WFAN, who tweet at me, who who used to be able to DM me, but I turned off my DMs because too many weirdos online. Like, I feel for y'all. I, I really do. Because every year that we're getting further away from the glory days, right, you hear some of the older callers talk about or Joe Pepitone or talk about, you know, the 70s, right? They lived it. They experienced it. I lived it as a kid. It was it was a fairy tale it wasn't real life. I lived it. And so that's why I'm like, all right, got to grow up now. That's not the reality we're in, that the Yankees can just get back to the World Series. They don't even think that. They think it's a crapshoot. And they've got a ton of built-in excuses for coming up short every single year. You're never going to hear them say, yeah, well, we did this wrong. Or, yeah, in hindsight, we should Like, when the Jets failed this year, I like the fact that we heard, like, Michael Floor say stuff like, yeah, in hindsight, we should have had a veteran here. For Zach Wilson. Like, they started owning up to some of their shortcomings. You're not getting that from the Yankees. Let's talk to Aaron in Brooklyn. What's up, Aaron? You're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How's it going? Good. Good. Um, I have one point on the WBC to start. I think the marketing of putting Pool C with the USA in Arizona rather than Miami is an absolute travesty. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I I don't really understand. I know Arizona is a spring training location, so maybe half the team was already out there with their teams. But it is it is not really vibes in Arizona. In Miami, of course, you're going to get the right kind of vibe. Yeah. Um. Second off, when the whole Juan Soto saga was going on, do you think looking back now and seeing how Volpe and Dominguez are going around, do you think? You would be willing. You would have been willing to give up one of those guys to Soto at the time. Mm, no, no. I I don't know actually because I guess if if you had Juan Soto's bat in the lineup last year, it would have been different. But I just I think that Volpe and Dominguez both have the chance to be superstars. I think they have the chance to be the like as I'm talking about these young kids that are watching the Yankees under 25. 15-year-old, like, they have a chance to be those guys, Jeters, those guys, core four type guys. Like, they have a chance to be, you know, Yankees for 15 years that 
never leave, that wear the pinstripes only, that these kids can really rally around. But, hey, if you're going to hug the prospects, when are you going to let them go? You're not going to let them go until you feel like you absolutely have to for a need or you're ready to start their clock and service time. I would love to be wrong, by the way. I got to say that, too. I would love to be dead wrong and see the opening day roster come out and we're like, uh-oh, Volpe era. <laughs> it's starting. No, way. <laughs> no there's, in my mind, no there's way. no way. There's no way. Um, one more thing on on Rodgers. Um, what do we consider, given the fact that the the Jets have done nothing and tortured us for the last decade, what do we consider a success? As Jets fans, I mean, playoffs is, is, is amazing. At the us, minimum. We're getting Rodgers. At the Jets minimum, the Aaron Rodgers has enough. to lead the Jets to the so playoff and end the playoff drought. At the course. minimum. That's win a playoff sure. game. Daniel Jones was able to get to the playoffs and win a playoff Just game. Getting to the playoffs is a failure for the Jets. Yeah. Given the, given with, the, with a Hall of Fame quarterback? Yeah. The Super Bowl is obviously... It, it's for the for not, the Jets, get back to the AFC Championship. That's where you were with Mark Sanchez. Thanks for the call, Aaron. i got to take this break here. I've got four calls left, and we're going to try and get all of them. Don't call. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We'll get to you. Keep McPherson on the fan. Let's take this break right now. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The ball game is over, and Shea Stadium will close its doors for the final time this afternoon. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Okay, we've got seven minutes until the end of another five-hour KM to AMC. We passed that five hours just fine. It's, It's not a lot of time, especially when you have Aaron Rodgers dominating every hour, half hour, 15 minutes. Of conversation here in New York. <laughs> AJ is in West Orange on the fan. Go for it, AJ. Keith, congrats on the upcoming fatherhood, bro. Thank you. Uh, all I got to say is how about our former New Jersey Nets, huh? Still rolling. Uh, oh, my goodness. These last two wins. I mean, my I was sweating bullets. I had heart palpitations, but, oh, what well, a win. It's, what a, a win. it's a good feeling. I think it's even a better vibe watching these Nets versus the KD Kyrie Nets. I like what I'm seeing. Of course. And uh, speaking about those two, I know you say you don't want to wish any injury on any player, but they're both seeing hurt. what's going down in in uh, Dallas and seeing what's happening in Phoenix, and it's, you know, and seeing the way our young guys are playing, it's it's bringing a smile to my face. Mm-hmm. I can't be mad at Sean Marks. The the best skill for a GM is knowing when it's over, knowing when to part ways, knowing when to say goodbye, and he did that with both of those guys. Right. And uh, I just got a question for you. With the current setup, what would you um, consider a success this season as far as the current Nets? I've said this from the trade deadline. All they got to do to be better than KD and Kyrie were last year is not be a playing team and win one playoff game. Thanks for the call, AJ. That's all the Nets have to do. That's a low bar. If the Brooklyn Nets stay at the five or six seed, cross that off. They're not a playing team. And then if they get into a series where they face, I don't know who it's going to be, the Cavs, the Sixers, and they're able to win one game, which I think this group will, then they've already done better than KD and Kyrie did last year when they were swept by the Celtics uh, to end the season. So Raymond is in Rutherford, New Jersey. You got it, Raymond. You're on the fan. Hi, Keith. I told you I'd call you back. I'm back, uh, the Yankee aficionado. But look, man, um, congratulations on all your success. Congratulations on the little man swinging through. All, all the best there. Thank you. I'm here to tell you you're welcome, buddy. And, uh, again, I, I love you, man. You guys are great. 
Um, as I told you, your screen, I could talk to you about anything, a chameleon, but I could, I'm here to tell you that, dude, we're in a good place here at New York Sports. We're about to embark on a place where we're all going to be in the playoffs soon, dude. Yeah. All of us. Yeah, I know. And I it. think this is fun, man. Aaron Rodgers and, is and, coming here. He's just going to be a headache, yeah. and we're going to have to talk about him and give him his attention He's and deal with his antics. But when he He's gets on the field, it's going to be electric. Jet Life Stadium is going to be lit like we haven't seen Amen, it in a long baby. time. Hell yeah. And, and, you know, and the Fulpe Dominguez thing, they might be ready, but there's the, the New York factor, Keith, which I know you know, right? I mean, we bring up Volpe, we bring up Dominguez, and God forbid they start, you know, two for 15. Yep. Uh, you the pinstripes are heavy. It's them. different here. They are going to protect these uh, kids until they're absolutely, baby. like, they can't play in AAA anymore because they're just yeah. that dominant. I know. So we just got to be patient, Keith. And again, I love you, Sean. I want to get you to the next caller. Love you. God bless. All the best. Man. Thank you, Raymond. I know. I know. I know. I got patience. I don't think the Yankees are winning anything this year. So if it's Volpe next year as the opening day starter and it's Dominguez late in the season next year, that that works for me. I don't, I don't think they're winning anything this year because they didn't do that much to upgrade in the offseason. And now you got to play everybody, and I don't know. I just, you know, they've soured it for me. They've sucked the air out of the room. I don't hate the Mets. These are my Mets. <laughs> yeah, he, he clipped that. Hayden is on Long Island. Yeah, save that one. Save that one for when I troll the Mets fans and uh, when they come up short. I would say I don't hate them. These are What's my up, Mets. What's up, Keith? How are you? Congrats on all your success. Uh, so I was a little kid, so congrats on that. Thank you, Hayden. Appreciate uh, it, bro. Just wanted to, um, this is a crazy notion I had, but, like, even with the Jets, all the hype is that the Jets are going to make the playoffs now or whatever. But, like, even then, you have a guy who's 40 years old. Like, I don't think it's such a crazy idea to be thinking of drafting a quarterback even at 13, considering you're only going to get, like, two or three years left from that max. I don't know. It's a Maybe crazy not idea at 13. Ahead, like, I think at 13 they can get a player that can start right away and help this team. I would even consider drafting an offensive lineman. But a, a quarterback later in this draft, like, go ahead and, and like grab Stetson Bennett. Why not? Like, White, too, like. <laughs> You could have him compete for Zach Wilson, like maybe for like the backup job. Maybe there is no competing with Zach Wilson. Man. Zach Zach Wilson's got to compete with the man in the mirror first. He's got to compete with himself. I hope we don't end up in a situation where forty year old Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and they are relying on Zach Wilson as the that's backup, and we're right that's, back that's, in the same that's, place. That's why I think they need a second quarterback if you draft him. That's that's yeah, what I'm. I said thinking. I said that right away. They need two quarterbacks now. I thought Mike White could be a backup still. Uh, they need two quarterbacks now. Flacco is done, obviously. You can't be in a situation where your 40-year-old quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, goes down and you're right back to Zach Wilson. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think maybe like in the later rounds they could draft the guy. Or like the yeah, I wouldn't round. use that 13th overall pick, especially when you got teams trading up. And I think the top four quarterbacks are going to come off the board in the first 10 picks. So... They can, they can. I think if Joe Douglas hit on all of these guys, which they seem like obvious picks, I think Lightning can strike again at 13. There's going to be a good player there because all of these teams are taking quarterbacks. There's going to be a good offensive lineman or defensive player, maybe a safety. Um, maybe what I don't about know. that guy from uh, Njiba, Nat Jackson? They could add like him with Gary Wilson. Maybe another receiver if they don't get another receiver. Maybe you re- reunite, um, you know, Ohio State teammates. There's going to be value there at 13 if they don't end up trading that pick. To the, to the Packers, and I don't think they will. Thanks for the call, Hayden. Last call of the night goes to Dwight in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Hey, what are, you, what are your boys in the, in the FU thinking about Mike White leave, 
leaving the leaving um, New York. I know right away I heard Evan was a little disappointed about it, and and I guess his Robert Robert's itis kicked in. He fears that there's a situation where Mike White ends up being the starter, and the Jets face him and Tyreek and Waddle and the rest of the weapons that they have, and the Jets see Mike White beat them as the Dolphins quarterback. It could happen. You never know. I don't. I think Tua's he's one hit away from them really. Like reevaluating his entire career, whether it's smart for him to continue. Uh, they picked up his fifth year option. I don't know if he makes it to the next contract. I hope he does, man. I hope he does. The concussion thing is tricky in football. All right, that's all we've got, man. Salicot is coming up next. I think I have a bridge show tomorrow. Then after that, I'm not on until like late at night because we're taking the uh, tournament in. Also, programming alert John and Susan. We'll call their first Yankee game this weekend on WFAN. Is it Yankees-Tigers, Paulie? Friday night, Friday afternoon-ish, rather. John and Susan calling the Yankees on the fan. We're back to baseball. Thanks for listening. Call Salicotti. He's coming up next. I'm out of here. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.